This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Morning, Atlanta. It's, uh, it's really, really nice to be with all of you. Um, I don't have a ton of time on stage, so, because I gotta run to the meet and greet, so I wanna really get into a bunch of things that are on my mind for this sector, try to bring as much value as I can while we're together. I, you know, I think much like two years ago when I was here, how many people were here for that? Thank you. You know, it's really interesting. There's, I really play in two very opposite places when it comes to business, life, philosophy, all of it really, which is so much of what I do and think about and what I admire and see in others is a remarkable level of consistency of what is truly tried and true. And then on the complete other extreme part, I really spend almost all my time trying to understand the one thing that connects everybody in this room, regardless of what they're trying to achieve, whether you're in this room and under the context of this room, you're clearly trying to achieve something from a professional lens, but the reality is, is if you're passionate about fundraising for your kid's school, or if you want to segue your career, or if you've got a side hustle, or if you decide to pivot or run for public office, there's just such a fascinating thing that has always been true, which is attention is the asset, and how you fill that attention becomes the variable of what happens. You know, I was born in the Soviet Union, and came to the US when I was three and grew up in the 80s during the Cold War and I've always wondered if because of that I've always had an extra interest in the media, in propaganda, in communication because that was so much the warfare of the Soviet Union and the US and obviously I don't have to explain to anybody in this room, I think over the last half decade our society has started paying a lot more attention to communication. I was always fascinated by why, if there was a coup in a country, would they go to the TV station and the newspapers even before they went to the palace? And it made me always understand that this shit's important. Communication is the variable. What's really fascinating about this industry, and I have many friends in it, is when trying to grow the business, most of the DNA in this room is sales DNA. It's not brand DNA. You're not marketing you're selling. It's why Google does so well. It's why so many people here feel comfortable allocating money to Google AdWords, because it's transactional. Somebody types something in, you spend dollars on it, you go to the top, you see and feel the ROI very quickly. I understand it. I love selling stuff. It's very easy to understand, it's very easy to invest in. What's impossibly difficult to invest in is brand. It's hard. Why am I wearing these? Because of brand. Nobody knocked on my fucking door and said, do you want to buy these Nikes? Nobody, I didn't type in Nike into it. And it, This is brand. This little swoosh is worth a trillion dollars. A trillion. And so I think about that because it's easier to understand with Nike, but it's harder for a lot of people in this room to think about it from their business lens. Though we see it, many of you know, many of you have your faces on billboards and ads and newspapers and things of that nature. I believe in all that. I just don't believe in overpaying for yesterday and not investing in today. Like whatever you did to get here, 
was about attention. Whether it was shaking hands and having friends and working the local thing, whether it, word of mouth is just attention. You did something for Craig, he liked it enough, and when Sally asked him, he referred. It's all just the same game. The problem is, and the thing that I have had an enormous amount of passion on, is if attention is the asset that grows everything, that creates the result, why aren't people interested in investing the 20 hours that it would take to understand the current space of attention? Like, I just don't understand why you wouldn't see through the curiosity and spend five hours to understand why a TikTok video might actually lead to a customer. I don't understand why you would say no. I, let me rephrase, I very much understand why you say no. You say no because you positioned it in your head as something else. You've positioned it as the thing that your kids spend all their time on, right? But what you don't do is the homework that makes you understand that over the last 18 months, the growth of 35 to 55 year olds on TikTok is so extraordinary, we haven't seen growth of consumption like that since 2011 Facebook. All of a sudden, if you understand that truth, it at least leads to the curiosity. How many people here are producing three pieces of TikTok video a day for their business? And if you raise your hand, I'm gonna check on stage publicly, so don't lie. (laughs) How many people in this entire room make three TikTok videos a day for their company? Raise your hands. Two. I'm sorry, three, sorry, Sally. Three. Three, I love it, and I love the passion of that. What excites me about that is because I've been making content about TikTok for two and a half years, I already have dozens of emails from lawyers, contractors, a cement provider hit me up last week that he landed a big contract from a TikTok. Do you know how insane it sounds to even say that a cement provider landed a six-figure contract from a TikTok? Even for me, as progressive and curious and in it as I am, I understand how far-fetched that may feel, but it's a reality. And this isn't a talk to say everybody run out and go make TikToks. This is a talk of are you challenging yourself to do branding work because it's the singular thing that grows anything. Branding is the singular thing that grows anything. It's just the way the world works. And so I think the opportunity is extraordinary. Uh, One more time by show of hands. By show of hands, how many people produce two original videos or written articles a day on LinkedIn? Raise your hand. One, one, two, got you, two, again, That one, I struggle with way more. But it goes back to my only interest in this talk today. Why are we, the world, this is not just this sector, this is the world. Why are we not interested in putting in the 20 to 30 hours to understand something that's happening today? LinkedIn, for the last four years, has converted itself into being the business Facebook. This is not the LinkedIn we all grew up with. LinkedIn marketing isn't spamming people on email. It is making content to go in the feed. 
How many people here consume content on LinkedIn and know what I'm referring to? Raise your hands. Raise it high, please. I want everybody to higher. Come on. Look. That is the fun thing for me. Almost half this room is consuming it. Two people are making for it. It speaks to the thing I started this talk with. I believe this room is in the sales business. And I believe if you can make the shift to understanding that you need to be in the marketing and brand business, it's the only thing that can substantially double, triple, 10x a business. It's real. It's what happens. It happens at every business. It's happened for the last 20 years as we've lived through the internet revolution. This is important talk for a much more important reason for this specific room. The reason it's an important talk for this room is if you became an operator of contemporary marketing for your business in this room, you would start the process of changing your perspective on how you navigate your business life, which is about to become unbelievably important to everybody in this room because of the advent of the blockchain. As we are going into this next year, I think all of us looking around this room meant this is a perfect age demo for the most part of many people either never knowing anything else or the majority of the room based on what I see, many of us remembering the world before the internet and watching what it's done over the last 25 years to change our society. How many people here made it through high school without being on the internet? Raise your hands. I'll raise mine. Raise it high. That's right, kids. It sucked. So, it's a lot of hands in this room. We recall, the world changed a lot. The world's changed a lot in the last 25 years. The biggest companies the world changed, consumer behaviors changed, the way we buy things has changed, the decisions we make have changed. And now we have decentralized servers brewing, and I'm sure at this point, especially because this has been the year of NFTs and Bitcoin, most people at this point have heard of the blockchain, Bitcoin, NFTs, but I'm also empathetic that most people have not spent their 20 to 50 hours to really understand it. But let me give you a simple statement that I genuinely believe will be true and I think has a lot to do with this industry. If one is to understand the blockchain, and in 1995 when I saw the internet, I realized that my dad's one liquor store needed to be an internet retailer because that's how I was gonna help my family business. And even though I didn't own a computer, I launched one of the first e-commerce businesses. And then I did it again with social. And that's kind of how I've navigated. It is very clear to me that over the next 15 years, what the blockchain will do, especially in the NFT form on top of Ethereum, is create a world that will eat up all of the contracts. All of them, every contract over the next 15 to 25 years will be done on the blockchain. Now that doesn't eliminate the need for what we do here, but it definitely requires for you to understand it. And so for me, this talk is kind of really interesting because it reminds me of a talk, a little bit of a different timing, but I gave a talk to the limo and car industry right as Uber was happening. And the majority of my talk was about Uber in the first 15 minutes, and as you can imagine, the crowd didn't like it. Um, and I was telling them that I was concerned because the iPhone had become the remote control of our society and now it really is. 
and that I thought it was dangerous. And people poo-pooed it. They said that legally it wouldn't happen or this wouldn't happen or why would people, people like, like the way it feels to drive. Oh, excuse after excuse after excuse. And I'm sure everybody realizes how much Uber has changed that industry. I remember talking, because I had a wine store in 1995 and fell in love with the internet as this is gonna be big and legitimately had two separate conversations at the New Jersey Chamber of Commerce event in Springfield, New Jersey in 1996 with two bookstore owners who completely poo-pooed Amazon. I mean, Amazon probably sold more books in the last hundredth of a second than those two businesses combined did in five years. We are very, very, very good of having opinions based on our own financial self-interest. My friends, you are sitting, how many people here are retiring within the next 10 years? And I don't, before you raise your hands, because the lady that threw her hand up quick is exactly, I mean fast, you, you threw that up fast. <laughs> Let me get this next part out. I don't mean you're gonna crush it and buy an island, I mean you're old and you're finished. <laughs> raise your hands, 10 years, raise it high. Just wanna get a sense, all right? So there's about seven to 15. For the rest of you that are not retiring in what you do for a living, you have a choice to make in one man's humble point of view that could be quite remarkable in my opinion. You are in an industry that collaterally is going to be massively affected by the blockchain because of how peer-to-peer contracts are gonna work, which takes a lot of things in the middle out of the equation. This doesn't have to be bad. Much like I told my friend who was in the medallion business in LA, I said, you could invest in Uber, you could do this, you could build a fleet and build a business development thing. This isn't about technology putting people out of business. Everybody always thinks about it too extreme. There will be lawyers, even with the blockchain, doing everything you're doing for the rest of everyone's career here. The opportunity, though, to completely change the trajectory of your career and gain extraordinary market share because you actually understand what's going on with Ethereum or Solana or decentralization or the SEC's point of view on this. Is it a royalty? Is it a collateral? Is it an asset? Is stunning. In, I'm one human being, and in the last, and yes, I'm in it, but I'm one human. In the last six weeks, I've had multiple, dozens, which is a lot, one person, dozens of friends asking for legal and tax help with the aggressive behavior, in a positive for them, of buying NFTs and what do they do and how do they navigate. I just want you to make LinkedIn posts and TikToks because I think your business will grow better than the stuff you're doing with your time and money now. I am far more motivated than just three people from this talk. I'm at the point in my career where I'm here for a singular reason, for three of you to email me in five years and say, I don't know if you remember in 2021 in Atlanta, you gave that talk and I took it serious and I'm now this. That feels nice, I like that. That's how I roll now. And so I'm telling this room, this is really happening. Like really. And the opportunity is extraordinary. This isn't a fear combo of like, be careful. 
This is an optimism combo of, do you understand how big this is? Do you understand just like what the internet did to our society over the next 25 years, decentralized servers at scale are gonna completely change the world. Let me ask you a common sense question. If this was some small shit, do you think China would ban it? My friends, this is big, big. This is the single biggest thing that has happened since the internet itself. Social media was a monster thing in the middle because communication dictates everyone's decisions. It was big. That's why Pac committed to it. But this blockchain thing for this industry is extraordinarily big because it's gonna touch it fast. And so I would highly recommend people spend their 20 to 50 hours to get educated on what Ethereum is and what a smart contract looks like. Because I have a funny feeling if you actually do, not just write it on a piece of paper right now and then never actually do anything about it. If you actually put in the 20 to 50 hours, I think there's a ton of gold at the end of that rainbow. More importantly, you have five years to go on offense with what I'm talking about. If you do nothing in that five years, your year six through 10 is gonna be defense on it. And that's what always happens. So that's the big elephant in the room slash opportunity. The other really interesting part is how do you get your marketing game up to grow your business? And I think that sits in a very interesting place of the common mistake of the last decade of companies of this size, entrepreneurs, executives, individuals in this room of this size has been to outsource that behavior without being able to judge if it's good. The reason a lot of you have your opinion on social is because you hired your niece or someone that sucked but you had no idea how to judge it. The ROI of a basketball for LeBron James is a billion dollars. The ROI of a basketball for me is negative $8,000. I've torn both my knees. The ROI of social media is in the trillions. If it hasn't worked for you, it's because you don't know how to use it. 20 to 50 hours. I don't know if you've heard, there's a site that can really help you get educated. I'll give it to you, I'll let you write it down. It's G-O-O-G-L-E.com. How does a lawyer make LinkedIn content that works for their business? Enter. How do I make a podcast that brings me business? Enter. The world is very obvious right now. Everything because of technology on a daily basis is getting commoditized besides the human aspect and communication. Your ability to communicate to your potential customers is singularly the variable of your upside. If I'm able to just use this time together to get you to realize you've been in sales mode, even when you've been doing marketing, and that, or when you've been doing marketing in the past, and obviously everyone here does different things, that the modern version of it is just more effective for the cost, the problem is, People don't want to make the investment into the cost of creative. People don't want to invest in the videos and the pictures. They want to run the ads because they're custom from Google. Well, you just run math, right? You just run the ads, it's just words. 
In social, the world we live in now, the ad matters. Whether that stars you or it doesn't, the creative is the variable of success. LinkedIn ads work ridiculously well for lawyers, but there are thousands of lawyers that have emailed me over the last five years that have gotten no ROI, and the 13 times I've looked at the link that they sent me in those 10,000 emails, it's because the ad sucks. It's because they're awkward on video. It's because it wasn't compelling. It's because it was somebody trying to throw a right hook without setting up a jab. This is about bringing value to the other person on the other side. You guys have so much knowledge. You can make videos of just information, what ifs. You could do what if scenarios in video form for the rest of your life. You've seen it. You've been through it. That what if is a piece of information that might make the other person feel a little more comfortable that you're not just trying to sell them. Consumers are used to television ads for lawyers that have phone numbers that is spam and direct response creative. The opportunity is enormous. We continue for some reason to disrespect technology. I'd really prefer you don't. It makes absolutely no business sense whatsoever. Your ideology has nothing to do with the way you run your business. People are like, well Gary, I don't buy stuff from Facebook ads. I'm like, that's great, Harold. <laughs> but fucking three billion people do, dick. <laughs> well Gary, I don't like Facebook, it's fake. I'm like, cool. Do you like your business? Like what's the matter with people? <laughs> if this room doesn't figure out Ethereum fast or if Ethereum becomes Friendster and something later became Facebook for social media, if you don't understand the concept of smart contracts on decentralized blockchain, it will affect your business in the next 10 years. The seven people that raise their hands, you can chill a little bit because you're gonna be golfing and drinking margaritas. The rest of you need to really focus on 20 to 50 hours of curiosity and homework. Stop making assumptions. I love how everybody has an opinion on NFTs that they're a scam or they're beanie babies or it's a fad without doing an hour of homework. We have become a headline reading hot take society. That's a bad strategy for actual business. I think you should change it and I hope these minutes together at least gave you a, a little something to push it through and I appreciate all of you so much. I wish you well. Thank you.